The complexity of what's going on right now is easy for people to miss. It's very easy for you just to read the headlines and just to say, oh, I see. Let me watch a little Fox News. Let me watch a little CNN, maybe. I don't know what your predisposition is. Oh, I see. And then you go to the next headline and you trust the headline. You trust these people. And the people that you think are there helping you, you trust them as well. Think about this. The people that you're listening to, the people that tell you what is happening regarding the election, regarding the world, are people who look at you as a commodity. It is 269 days until the election. 269 days. And you are a commodity. Do you understand what I'm saying? You're just something they look at to get another view, another another sub, another ratings point. That's all. They have no interest in, in changing the world, filling you with the right perspective. It's a gimmick to these people. You don't understand this. You're being lied to. The whole world of media and news is a lie. It's a distortion. They might hit it right. They might be telling you the right, but that's not their motivation. Their motivation is not to help you in the least. It's to help themselves because these are ruthless, stupid, ignorant, sellout bastards who care nothing about the country, nothing about the world, nothing about humanity, nothing. They have no soul. They have no ideology. They go out with the premise, I'm going to to tell you what you want because I want you as the product. When something that you get is free, you're the product. That's what they want. And I keep looking at this. I'm looking at the headlines. I'm going from everywhere and I'm saying, but they're not telling you what's happening. Okay, fine. They're, They're throwing things at you. It's propaganda. Read Drudge for propaganda from the left, okay? From the left. This is what the left is saying. Read or just just skim the headlines to see the perspective of Fox News, which is the gutless, toothless, ballless, atesticular, spineless, faux, Ronald Reagan, paleoconservative, maybe quasi-tepid Trump world of whatever it is. And that's it. You go to a few others. If you really want to see what's going on, believe it or not, I'm telling you. Get a little bit of Breitbart. Get a little bit of global research. Go to the American Thinker. Go to RT. Go to CCTV. Go to uh, uh, the Iranian News. Go to Al Jazeera. Hear different podcasts, different frameworks. Find what's going on. Go to the Jerusalem Post. Go to Haaretz. You're You're triangulating. You're navigating. You're looking at stars. You've got a sextant. That's what the news is. It's not reading something and saying, this is the news. That's not it. I've heard for the umpteen time another Vivek Ramaswamy suggestion. That is going to be Michelle Obama. Why do people say this? Why? There must be a reason which I don't have time to figure out. Let's talk about what's happened this week, my friend. There's so much great stuff. Oh, dear God, it's the best. It is absolutely the best. I cherish these times. Do you hear what I'm saying? I cherish these times. I've never had more fun watching this now because what I've told you, and I love, we we all knew this, but I'm telling you what's happening next. 
So do me a favor, dear friends. Please like this video. Subscribe to the channel. Please, please subscribe to the channel. It's so critical. Like it. Like these videos. I need 500 likes. That's what puts us into the fast lane. And my friend, we always, always, always stop and pay homage and pay tribute and fealty to our sponsor. Let me ask you a question. Have you taken a good look at the banks lately? You know, on the surface, everything seems fine, but there's a whole lot more going on underneath. It's like, it's like looking under the hood of a car and finding a mess of broken wires and parts. And the parts are loans for homes and cars and those credit cards we all use. And they're hitting record highs. It's most frightening when you think about it. Why risk your money for a tiny 5% return when things are so shaky? This is where noble gold investments can help. They're like that, that friend who knows all about keeping money safe. They suggest gold and silver, oldies but goodies in the financial world. Plus, they've got a sweet deal. A free quarter ounce gold standard gold coin this month if you qualify. Pretty cool, right? You better believe it. Now, if you're curious, just give them a call at 877-646-5347. It's just a chat. There's no pressure. They'll help you figure out if gold and silver are right for you. Or visit LionelNationGold.com and take the first step towards a safer financial future. LionelNationGold.com. And remember, there's always a risk of investment and there's no guarantee of any kind. All right, my friends. Now, let us begin. First and foremost, let me welcome you. Let me say welcome to this this Saturday evening version of this thing of ours. I say to you, welcome. And understand, this is what our goal is. The truth. We don't give a goddamn what people think. We don't care what people say about us, if they like us, if we're this. We don't care. It doesn't matter. I'm not here to make friends. You'll come around. If I want to make friends, you know what I tell people? The truth. And I'm going to lose some people who are going to say, I don't like what this guy has to say. I said something one time about Tucker Carlson. And somebody said, you don't like Tucker? I'm out of here. Got the fuck out of here. Who are you? Get out of here. What is this? What is this babyfied world people live in? What is it? Now, let's talk about a couple of things here, shall we? Some of the great news. Now, I want you to know, we never like to use the word, okay? We don't like to use the word, I don't know, I don't care, I don't know. We don't do this. We don't ever, 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 ever uh, pride ourselves in not knowing things. We don't do that. Do you hear what I'm saying? We don't do that. That's not that's not our thing. We don't do that. We never say I don't know. I do. We might say I might want to look into that. Every single thing in your life, everything that you have, the Super Bowl tomorrow, Taylor Swift, Monique, Club Shay Shay, the uh, the report on Biden, crime reports, the plight of Rudy Giuliani, the music industry, everything, everything is just. Do you know what my newest level, my newest layer of fascination is Mrs. Owen and I were perusing this 
This is one of the best books. Um, I know you're 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 not going to. Well, may, maybe you will. It's called Capote's Women, and this is by Lawrence Lemer. And this is the inspiration for uh, the Swans. Uh, this is a this this horrible, horrible, horrible uh, FX thing. And do you know who this woman is in the cover? Do you know who this is? This is Babe. Paley. And Babe Paley was the doyen of the social of society at a time. She was married to Bill Paley, CBS, chairman of CBS during the era of Murrow, of CBS, of Cronkite, of of, of the, the beginning and the, 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 the development of CBS as the powerhouse. And I would love if ever I could somehow pull somebody from death. I know this sounds weird. And exu- revivify and exhume him and sit back and say, let me tell you what has happened. There is a rumor now. A rumor, a blind, uh, we don't know which one, but they say at any time, one major news, excuse me, one major media facility is going to forego all of its news completely. Think about that. It's a waste of time. If I could do Bill Paley, won't you please come home? Bill Paley, if I said, you don't know what, you don't understand, explain. Just stop for a second because it helps us explain what's going on. Explain to him what it is for me to explain the news now to CBS. What is the news? This is the news. This is a thumbnail. This is a, this is a, a, a this is, this is the internet. He will say, what are you talking about? Nobody watches this. It's a joke. It's it's ancient news. I don't even know what news is. The world is it. I don't even it. it, it. You had Murrow people who actually went and had to sell World War II to America. They didn't know how. Nobody wanted to get involved in it. They said, "What the hell do we care about?" Pearl Harbor changed it, but before that, when you had I mean, just it blows my mind. You had society. Who is society today? We don't even have that. What is the Gilded Age? Who were these people? Look at today's. We we live in a world of slugs, sluts, mirtrices, viragos, the most vile and contemptible of women. Little boys trying so hard to be men. Trying so hard with their Fred Ziffel beards and their tats and their steroids. And look at us. We're the most up people you've ever seen. I mean, up royally. We are. It is. And here's the best part. Here's the best part. The women that I mentioned, the the, the CZ Gass and Slim uh, Slim, uh, whatever her name is, and uh, Guinness, and uh, Pamela Har- Pamela Harriman. Oh my God! Oh my God! Jesus Christ! These women were no. Let me let me say this. We use the word whore. We use this word whore. No, 
You don't. They, nobody can get near them. Jackie Kennedy, Lee Radziwill, these, I mean, like Olio, the low price spread. They would drop, trow, and hit. It does. They, I mean, you sexual profligates, people with class. Who do we have today? We don't even have. There's no Gilded Age. Who do we have out there? Who do we have? Mark Zuckerberg. We've got nothing. We don't have Hollywood. We don't have actors. We don't have actresses. We don't even have women. We don't even have women. I don't know who these people are. They're not women. They're not women. I, I'm, I'm, I'm just reading this as like they went through this whole notion of elegance. These words are alien. I don't even know what it means. Elegance. And this today. We had, in those days, Johnny Agnelli, who, Porfirio Ruby Rosa, uh, Playboys, polo player, these guys, like a three-peckered goat, they knocked the bottom out of anything. I mean, it was, no children, none of this weird, androgynous, freaky, creepy Hollywood, what the hell is this? I mean, it is a bygone era. I, I'm, I'm looking. I, I, I don't know what to do. Elegance. Rafael Legonde. By the way, Legonde is Spanish for the cattle are dying. Most people don't know that. Celino, the man said, your country's 11,000 miles away. What are you doing here fighting? Don't you have better things to do? This is a threat. <laughs> no. It's not a threat. It's reality, my friend. It's reality. And the sad part about it is that what people saw regarding Putin, my friend Raphael, is a man who is so brilliant, it's not even funny. And who we have, whom do we have? We have a man who, this is, this is a sound you probably hear a lot. It's a sound of incontinence, both, both, uh, both perianal and, and intellectual. We have a decrepit, sick man. We we use the closest we've ever had is Woodrow Wilson after the stroke. Maybe. FDR. FDR would go crazy because they go, what if they see my brace? This man was his mind was sharp four terms. He was one of the most brilliant. I don't care whether anybody said this. This man's incredible. This man is incredible. He's incredible. But he's worried about his brace. Here we have a guy walking around. That's him. And they're saying it's his age. God damn it, it's not his age. It's not his age. Don't you understand something? Do you hear what I'm telling you? Alan Dershowitz is 85. There are people who are 90. I know a priest who's 102. It's 102. Sure. Don't give me this nonsense. It's not his age. Say it. It's him. Say it. You gave us, you, we, you Democrats, you knew this. You got some pliable fool. Take that, Bill Paley. What would you do with that? What would Murrow do? What would your Murrow boys do? Richard C. Hotlet and all these people. What would you do if you had a president who was who was so so devoid of men, 
totality of 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 of, of reality that this man was an embarrassment. Dear God, can you believe this is even happening? And these bastards are on they're they're actually telling you that maybe it's his age. His age. His age. Dear God, what are you talking about? And then you have that waste of intellectual flesh. The biggest bullshit artist of all time, Rachel Meadow, who pulled the biggest con with her haircut and the clipped voice and the thing. And she's just, well, he's okay because he can ride a bike. Jesus Christ, she said this. There's to be lightning that comes, lightning through the ceiling. It's like you can't say that why because that 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 violates everything which is completely the end. The, I mean this 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 is the end of oh my god. How did you say this? How did you say? I don't understand it. I don't understand it. And you know it. And I told you. I told you, there's another world out there you're not privy to. And they don't know this of News Nation, whatever the hell that is. That's like the land of misfit toys. Have you ever seen that monstrosity? If you've been fired, shit-canned, or bounced, go to this place. Go ahead. Say what you want. Nobody cares. Nobody's listening to this dreck. This absolute, this, God. This cerumen, earwax, by the way, this bezoar, an intestinal hairball. There, are, it's hairball. It's nothing. It's <coughs> then you got news. What was going? Nobody, nobody. I've been telling you this because there are other people who have been saying it's Gavin Newsom. Jesus, I'm telling you, it's Gavin Newsom. Why do you think he's meeting? Why is Gavin Newsom meeting with Xi Jinping? Why did he do the the pretend kind of, it's like they love the hint. See, you know what these people love? Listen to me. There's two things they love. They love the hint. They love to hide in, 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 in wide open, plain open. And they also love symbology. You know what I'm talking about, don't you? They love symbols because let me tell you something. And you listen to me. You listen good. It's your own Uncle Leon here telling you what's going on here. These people go back to a times from the beginning of mankind where when we when we trudged and slugged from the from the bog, from the swamp, from the organic pool. And from the beginning of time, man loves his and her and their, they, that, thank God that, you notice that, that trans crap is over with, they, no, but no, you notice that, no more, no more pronouns, nobody cares about, anyway, they love symbology. There was the Illuminati, Weishaupt, you know this, in Bavaria, there was, it did exist. And there were versions of this. Carol Quigley talks about it. There are secret organizations and churches and religions and sects, and they believe in hats and in smells and in this and crosses and colors and sashes and 
and hand signals, and it's what we do. Man has loved symbology since the beginning of time, and man has always enjoyed, especially the people who run the world, symbology, semiotics. And there were things that they loved to tell you. Rafael Legonde, by the way, Legonde, Spanish for Lafayette, I've arrived, says, when I was a sergeant in the U.S. Marines, Semper Fi, sir, if the captain came to me and asked me why I am here, if I cannot find anything else to do, he is telling me to quit before I made, before he, before uh, made me quit in a polite way. I like this. So when I was a sergeant in the U.S. Marine, if the captain came to me and asked me why I am here, if I cannot find anything else to do, he's telling me to quit before he made me quit in a polite way. Very interesting, sir. And by the way, Raphael, thank you for serving your country. And please do not say this. Do not take this the wrong way. And as much as you served your country ably and, and, and honorably, I would never, ever, Allow, permit, suggest any young person from joining the Marines today. Are you kidding me? Would any of you people want your child, your grandchild, to get anywhere near a a, 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 a rifle unit with these sick bastards running the show, with, with Victoria Newland and these sick military-industrial complex, these MIC war profiteers, would you want your grandson, your loved one, anywhere near a goddamn Marine rifle unit? Are you kidding me? Hell no. You can't trust these people. And I hope I'm not stepping on any toes. I hope nobody is is, is offended by what I'm saying. But you got to be out of your mind to do that. And by the way, I need 500 likes tonight. Not 400, 500. Look at the numbers. You're there. I see this. Would any of you ever, would you ever advise? And again, sir, please, I, I, I love you and I thank you for your for your courtesy and your and your generosity. Would, and would, would you ever ask or suggest your loved one, your grandchild to be in the Marines today? Are you kidding me? When you've got people like Bill Crystal and these neocon rat bastards, these peanut wimps, you get your ass over there and you fight. You grab it. Well, you assume a post. You charge them. Are you kidding me? Do you see those 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 three servicemen were killed in Tower 22, wherever the hell this is? What is this all about? Come on. I would never, ever. You want adventure? Join the Navy. Go ahead. Be in the Air Force. That's adventure. You want to serve your country? Be in the Air Force. Or uh, Coast Guard or something. Marines? No way. you got to be kidding me. They don't care about you. You mean nothing to them. You are fodder. You are a bullet. Your ammunition. They couldn't give a rat's ass about you and your family and your dreams and your safety and your wherewithal. You mean nothing to them. They're playing this game of risk. I don't know what they do. These people are so sick, these bastards. I I, I cannot stand them. You have no idea. I'm not a pacifist. If somebody attacks this country, then by God, you let them have it. 
and you show them a ferocity that nobody can even understand or grasp. I understand that completely, okay? I understand that. I dig that. But this, oh, this is a different story. This is a different story, my friends. This is really, really serious. Now, I want you to listen to me carefully. I'm going to stop for one second. This is really critical. Because you have one day more. Listen carefully. Listen carefully. You have one day, one day more of this incredible deal, this one-year emergency food supply deal that's being offered. It's a, it's a deal of a lifetime. And it expires tomorrow. Tomorrow. You understand that? The sun will come up tomorrow. But this deal won't. This ends tomorrow. So listen carefully. Listen carefully, very careful. When the economy collapses, will you collapse with it? You can feel it coming. All signs are there. With it comes financial disaster, tight budgets, and sacrifice. So plan for the worst with the best. My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply has helped millions prepare, and they'll help you too. Hard times take years to recover from. So make that first year easier with their first one-year emergency food kit. Get it now with $700 in savings at my website, preparewithlionel.com. Sealed inside ultra-durable packaging, these delicious meals last up to 25 years in storage and provide over 2,000 calories every day. That's over 2,000 calories every day for a year at a special price of under two thousand dollars this rare emergency food kit deal ends this week you won't see it again soon so protect yourself protect your people protect your family start preparing with my patriot supply at preparewithlionel.com free shipping including that's preparewithlionel.com one more time preparewithlionel.com all right, my friends. Now, let me do a couple of things here. Let me explain something to you, which is also very important. And I want you to listen and listen carefully. And I always want you to understand, as Lori Cook says, who just turned 50 the other day, by the way. Lori says, my kid is crazy. And I still would die trying to protect him from joining the U.S. military. Not the military, the Marines. Anybody who gets near combat. And and, and these poor, and, and, and certain, certain aspects of... Uh, Certain aspects of, uh, I guess, the the army, like these 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 three uh, soldiers who were killed. You know, when I hear people talk about, yeah, we were there, we were in the Navy SEALs. It's like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? What do you what what what, what are you, tell me what you're doing? I don't mind. I would I would love to use my skills as a vicious killer to go after the enemy. But but for what? To go where? To fight against Russia in Finland for some NATO country? What are you nuts? Where am I going? China? You want me? I don't know who wants me, but I'm saying, but if I'm 20 years old, to go to, to where? Where? We don't have any military now. Where, where Where's our ammunition? Where is it? Do you listen to what's going on with this? And you've got this this brain-dead, drooling idiot, this guy who was an idiot to begin with, now he's he's demented, he's cognitively shelved, and you should have known this. 
when he started spouting this nonsense about this this crap of uh, corn pop. Now listen to me. Tomorrow. Bread and circuses, my friend. Bread and circuses. Juvenile. Let's get the actual call here. Bread and circuses or bread and games, a metonomic phrase referring to superficial appeasement attributed to juvenile, a Roman poet active in the first and early second century. Bread and circuses. It's very, very simple. It's a phrase used to deplore the declining heroism of Romans after the Roman Republic ceased to exist and the Roman Empire began. Two things only the people anxiously desire, bread and circuses. The government kept the Roman populace happy by distributing free food and staging huge spectacles. Do you know what tomorrow is? Do you know how absolutely monumentally just, just, so, I don't know what the word is. It is so incredible uh this uh this weird tribal masculine um again tribal uh, uh team us versus them absolutely homoerotic in its symbolism, yet it's considered masculine. Men walking out with accentuated shoulders, right? Narrowed waist. Here, bend over. Lori says, my son will fight for our farm. Damn it. I like your son. And you, Lori Cut. I'm a football player. Bend over. You, I said bend over. Let me stick my hand between your legs. Yeah. How do you like that? Anybody seen cruising? Here, give me the ball. Give me the ball between your legs. That's it. They could have gone like that. Oh, no. Can we stick your hand? There you go. There you go. Isn't it great to be a man? All right. You ready? And then we're going to go. We're going to. And we're going to, what, tackle each other. We're going to grab each other. And then, you've heard this before. It's the oldest routine in the world. Some man wearing silks and little and little little colors. With a whistle, he comes out and he prances out and he throws down a hanky and everything stops. The big hulking man stops. The little man with a hanky, stop. You're off sides. It looks like a, like a Bob Fosse routine. A five, six, seven, eight. Yeah. What? Is this? Then we've got this mindless telestrator review. You've got these people who took so many. You ever heard anybody say anything? Was say what? What are we watching? He threw the ball. He caught the ball. What are you telling me, Mike? Dead good. Well, it's a good football game. Good football game. Good football game. Arms good. Good football game. You know how to do the pass pattern. Pass pattern first. That flea flicker, flea flicker. It's a flea flicker, the pass pattern. It's a forward pass. But come on. Threw the ball. He caught the ball. Jesus Christ. What are you, supposed to, what are you talking about? It's stupid. 
And it's militaristic. Militaristic. Bread and circuses always emphasize, emphasize the military, the military, the military. Right? Right? Yes. You know exactly what this is about. You know exactly what this is about. We're pawns. We're schmucks. Go ahead. Fight for this. Fight for your team. Wear your colors. Wear your tribal colors with the name of your favorite. Oh, he's your favorite. What is the name of it? Guy's a moron. And when that CTE, that chronic traumatic encephalopathy hits and those brains jiggle, you watch. You watch. Nobody's saying, hey, I'm pretty screwed up now. There is nobody who has spent their entire life hitting, blocking, uh, uh, tackle, uh, tackle, um, uh, blocking sleds and uh, and just forget, forget boxing. Hitting their head, hitting their head. Most of us go through our lives. We've never had our knee. You don't have to be unconscious. You don't have to be, you don't have to get a ring dinger. I don't mean that chiropractic thing. You don't have to have this. Once your noggin shakes a little bit, that's it. That's all it takes. And then pretty soon, you're going to look like Joe Biden. You're going to be crapping your pants and drooling in your oatmeal. But you gave it all for a football game. You do it good, didn't you? Right, daddy? That's right. And you're walking around with it. I mean, and, and remember, the collisions are greater. The players are bigger. You've got, you got, remember when Ray Nitschke looked like the biggest guy? Nothing. Nothing. Compared to, you got 350, 400 pound linemen? I am a lineman for the Cowboys. Quarterback, 6'4". Faster, bigger, colliding. And what do they do? They give you better helmets. It's not the helmet, you schmuck. It's the it's the movement. That's okay. You know what? I don't care. That's assumption of risk. You go ahead. And then, of course, you have a military flyover. And now, well, we stand, stand, stand for this national anthem. What are we doing this for? What are we, what are we, what, 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 what the hell is this going on? What is the military? What are, why do we do national anthem? Do they, do they do this at any, in any other country? No. Since when did this whole thing, this nationalistic, forget white nationalism, forget nativism. Why are we doing this? What does my love of my country have to do with this professional football game? Do not incorporate the two. Do not. You're not paying homage to our country. By the way, how's that Colin Kaepernick doing? Nobody's taking the knee. Remember that bullshit? Remember that one? Remember him? Where is he now? Nowhere. Remember the people who said, take a knee, take a knee. Yeah, you took a knee, all right. And what are you doing? You're through. You're finished. You're finished. Because we're getting back at it. But can somebody please tell me, what is this connection of the, of, of the, of the national anthem at a football game? Why? What is it? I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get any of it. Then the flyover. And then the stupid, well, what used to be these ridiculous, androgynous, sick, vacuous, ugly, filthy, uh, lunatic, this these horrible, rancid, half-assed uh, performers with their recorded auto-tune nonsense. Why is Taylor Swift there? 
Do you not know? Do I? Is there anybody here who does not understand what Taylor? Are you sitting there going, I don't understand why she's there anyway. She don't play nothing. I don't know who Taylor Swift is. I don't know who she is. Who the hell is Taylor Swift anyway? She's going to lean that football game. I don't know who that Taylor guy she's going to go right with. What the hell Taylor Swift? Who, what the hell is a Swifty? I don't understand. Is that like a wedgie? Is that a Swifty? Is that something you clean your floors with? Who the hell is damn Taylor Swift? I don't understand what's going on here. Will somebody please tell me what she's doing here? I mean, I don't know who she is. I don't know where it's on. And I saw a picture of her. She was, they had a bunch of goddamn a million people in the, in the, in the, in the stadium and they're jumping and dancing like a, like a chicken with his head cut off. Can you tell me why? And by the way, don't ever let me catch you say that you could care less. You couldn't care less. God damn it. It's couldn't. I could not care less. If you could care less, it don't mean nothing. Now say it with me. I could not care less. I couldn't. You can do a contraction if you want. But if you say, I could care less, well, what's the point? Why do you say that? Maybe if you cared more about learning the goddamn expressions, things would be a lot better. Here's Larry, Lori Cook. Quiet. She's got something important to say here. The chat is effing with you. Don't ever say that about my chat. My chat does not eff with me at all. These are good people. Oh, they're demented, all right. Don't get me wrong. They're demented as hell. They don't know what's going on. I think that Taylor Swift thing is brilliant. Brilliant. Oh, my God. It's it's just I I just I want to know who started this. Who started this? It's brilliant. I I, I mean it. And by the way, there are people who don't care, who loves it. I don't care about that. Come on. You were the same people years ago. Said, so what the hell is all these Beatles? These people that long hair and I mean, it, it's something that frankly I I you know I. I don't understand. I, I I don't understand. I don't understand golf and fishing. Fishing. Oh my god. Except if it's that North Atlantic stuff. You know, that I like. Now that's fishing. But but I appreciate it. I appreciate why we enjoy the latest iteration of this of this uh stupidity. I find it fascinating. Now the issue now becomes watch how they trash everybody. Now, tomorrow, you don't have to watch any of the shows. Any of the shows. On Sunday, I never watched it. But you can see them kind of get ready for when Joe sort of does his... Uh, well, they, they talk about him. Now... What is Donald Trump doing or not doing correctly? Is he going to win necessarily? Number one. What happens to Kamala Harris? 
how will she be asked ceremoniously to get the hell out of here? Do you think they must have known? Did anybody ever talk to her and realize this woman, basically, the only thing she ever was known for was perhaps maybe servicing Willie Brown. I don't know what those is. Why do you think it took people this long to, I mean, they knew this, but why are the Democrats now acting scared merely because of Mr. Hers? I don't know. We'll see what happens. And by the way, do you not believe that this past week, when we watched Vladimir Putin and Tucker Carlson, that was one of the greatest? Bill Paley, remember the book is called This is So Good. If you dig this stuff, because it's a part of time. Most people don't even understand. Capote's women. Nobody knows what the swans are. The the black ball at the plaza. Unanswered prayers? No, 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 no. That's, that was a different time. I understand this. I understand this. Because people today would say, I don't know any who who is Truman Capote. I don't care who he is. I don't care who these people are. I, okay, I, I know, I know. We just we we love to say that. But 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 this past week was one of the greatest things ever. Vladimir Putin is absolutely brilliant. And that's what scares people. That's What's good? Two hours. Two hours. It was cordial. It was respectful. It was polite. True or false? Do you think, or not true or false, yes or no, do you think Trump could have handled it that way? If you gave Trump 10, no, two, 10, two hours of pushing broom, buys an eight by 12, four by do you think that Donald Trump could have handled not physically handled the 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 uh, the 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 physical wherewithal of it. Yes, yes, yes. He could handle, of course, the 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 you know he he could sit there, you know. But do you think he could have done? Do you think Donald Trump? I'm going to ask you a really serious question. Do you believe that Donald Trump is able to give a two-hour speech? that seems respectful and, dare I say, presidential-like. Yes or no, do you? Do you? No way. He couldn't do that. On his best day. Sorry. Sorry. He would... He's a wonderful man. I'm voting for him. You know why I'm voting for him. I've told you this a million times. Ah, groupthink has its consequences. Better believe it, George, as long as it's my groupthink and you're my group. There is no way he could do it. He says nothing that is even remotely brilliant. Uh, can you imagine Putin saying, well, I made a good deal. You know, I went to the I went to NATO and I told him I said it's a good deal. And I told Zelensky. You know, we're going to make a good deal, a smart deal, a tough deal, and it's a good deal. 
and he came in. Boris Johnson came in there. It's a bad deal. I mean, come on. I mean, we this. Lori Cook says the Mount Rushmore speech. Okay. Well, I have never. I, I I'm I'm not familiar with that one. I'll, I'll check that out. Uh, I have never ever heard uh, Trump ever give a speech where I thought, wow, that, that, no. Reagan? Oh, yeah. See, I'm old-fashioned. I'm old-fashioned. I hearken back to a day of elegance and eloquence and brilliance and stentorian oratory, languid, lucid, pellucid, brilliant phrases. Just moments, nothing. We're not going to get that. And we know we're not going to get that. And we have a group of people who frankly don't care one way or another. This is this is one of the reasons. This is what I've been thinking about. But I'm looking back to the old days of CBS and the people and, and, and Bailey and Murrow and, and a world where today we have billionaires walking around looking like slobs in t-shirts and slobs. We've got just ah oh God. I was looking at, um, I was looking at, uh, well, listening to Pamela Harriman, who was one of the biggest Bhutan as anybody's ever seen. This woman was a slaughter, but she had a way of speaking that show. Jean Kirkpatrick, even, even, even Jackie Kennedy. Who, who today? Who, who? AOC? Nancy Pelosi, we've got nothing. For two hours, he sat there giving the history of the Russians. And was like, nobody, nobody under, they, they, they couldn't follow what he was saying because we don't think Russia, we have no perspective. I thought Tucker was fantastic. I thought Tucker, in retrospect, and I'm not one of these sycophanted Tucker files who thinks that everything he does is brilliant, because it's not. Anybody who wastes his time with Andrew Tate, John Daly, and the worst of the worst, the Cretans, Cretan, Portnoy, oh, God, my soul dies. It's, oh, it's a good pizza, pizza, and the bottom doesn't fall. The bottom doesn't bend. Thank you. Thank you. Escoffier lives the James Beard of our time. Oh, such magniloquence he speaks to the chief. I give it a 9.42. That's right, because I'm Dave Portnoy. I don't know what I'm talking about. I rate pizza. This is where we are today. Clay, uh, Craig Claiborne? Ah, forget it. Laurie Cook says... The Mount Rushmore speech was great and polished. Okay. 
Is this Trump? I'm sorry. I do not remember. I, I do not. I will go back and I will review that. Uh, Mario Cuomo was a great order. He was. Uh, and full. There we go. I hit the wrong button. He was full Oh shite. Yeah, Trump. Okay. Now listen, by the way, I'm not suggesting Trump does, he does a good speech, but this is nothing for the ages. And we don't need a great orator because nobody knows anything about it. Nobody knows anything about it. Nobody, no, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Try sitting there explaining, going back to this, having a frame of reference from the man who said, listen, I'm, I'm just, remember, I'm voting for him. I don't need for him. Somebody said, I think Rand Paul could do what Putin did also. A little bit, yeah. I mean, yeah. But there's this idea. There's this thing that he has. There's this, there's a kind of a, let me ask you this question. What do you think about this? And, uh, and we made a deal. And we went. And it was Zelensky. It was in Istanbul. And then, Boris Johnson came and told us, forget, oh, what about, what about? See, people can't believe that. And Boris Johnson is such a liar. He's on social media saying that ever happened. It happened. They've been saying this since day one. Look, I live in a time that will never be back. I live in a time where I still, I still love to watch old interviews with William F. Buckley and Mortimer Adler and Gore Vidal. I'm an anachronism. I live in a time where people could read and write and speak, where people didn't say like every other word, where they didn't start off with no worries, no worries, no problem, no worries, no worries. My bad. I live in a time when there would be people on on the Fox News morning show who would never be allowed on TV, who can't speak English, who butchered the English language. It, it, in my world, it would be unheard of. Unheard of. I don't un- I, I just don't, I, I don't understand. It doesn't matter. I live in a different time. And I know this, and I'm resigned to the fact that we are never going to get this type of, of uh, behavior back. But what I w- expect is that the individuals, especially who pretend to be those who are possessed of this knowledge, who are the conservatives, and the only thing they can seem to do is talk about is waving a flag and I don't know what I was talking about, for them to be a little bit more adept on what's going on. Don't you think so? Don't you think so? That's why we have to find our world, our opinion elsewhere. Let me take a breath for a moment. Let me stop and bring in a fine American and a fine product from our friends at my pillow. Well, it is time yet again, my friends, to hail and salute our great friends at mypillow.com. And if you use promo code Lionel, you'll get a free gift. No purchase necessary. Yes, I know a free gift. It's a tautology. So sue me. But first, please listen. What are we talking about here? Down comforters, flannel sheets, Giza 
Dream bed sheets, my pillow 2.0 sheets, slippers, percales, towels, quilts, bedspreads, mattresses, mattress covers, mattress toppers, linens, kitchen towels, bathrobes, name it, literally name it. Items to help you luxuriate and relax. And they're monster sellers, slippers, my slippers. That's right, slip-ons, moccasins. Think about it. What do they do at my pillow? They make things real soft and plush and comfy. How perfect. Here's the link. MyPillow.com promo code Lionel or MyPillow.com slash Saladis or Virgil slash Lionel or call 800-645-4965 and watch how fast Mike answers the phone. MyPillow.com promo code Lionel. Promo code Lionel. Simply and absolutely the best. The good news, whether you realize it or not, is that there is right now the a, a, a much greater possibility that Trump could regain the presidency. First time done since Grover Cleveland. It can happen. It's not, it's not beyond the realm of possibility. Bobby Kennedy scares me because they're already going after him. And I think Bobby Kennedy is going to leech into uh, Trump. Democrats don't want him. Two things they hate about Bobby Kennedy. Two things. I don't know why. One is his proposed vaccine position, in which they call him a, a, uh, a, a an anti-vaxxer, which he is not. And number two, his pro-Israel or anti-Palestinian or whatever you want to call it. I know people don't want to recognize this, and I know there are people who talk about this, but I'm telling you, if you want to win, you have to do whatever. You, yes, there are Republicans, but I want to go in and I want to splinter and shatter and destroy the Democratic Party. And the way I want to do it, as I've told you, is to is to bolster and to, to fortify um, AOC and the squad because they are the anti I want that, that Bernie Sanders contingency to 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 leech votes from the the collective I want there to be a sense of frustration on the part of the Democrats because if they don't feel happy if they don't feel that they enjoy their position uh, regarding the election, they're more likely to stay home versus saying, we've got to go out and we've got to win. These are children. Let me explain to you the mentality of what we're talking about here. Let me mean, and let me also tell you, I need 500 likes. Okay. We live in a world where we created this simpleton, this spineless little baby. Have you seen people in your neighborhoods and uh, who walk around in PJs and pajamas and little scuffies and little Uggs and little slides and they, they walk around in a little PJs? And the reason why they do this is because they all went inside after COVID. That's right. Remote learning, remote I don't want to go into work. I'm afraid. 
I don't want to go to work. I don't, you know what I mean? And there are people who just walked away from the whatever. Because anything that goes wrong with today's lackluster, these these impuissant, these atesticular geldings, these spineless thebes, what they do is when things go wrong, they just stomp their feet and say, I give up. So these people have a tendency of not voting. And don't give me that, you know, they're gonna they're gonna try that. You know, paper ballots and ballot harvesting. They're going to do all that stuff. But Republicans go on and they vote. They vote. And they're tough and they're mean and they're angry. And that's what we can count on. That's number one. Number two, the good news is that the margin of victory that Trump will enjoy will will basically militate against and will uh, disenable uh, the left from short-circuiting, stealing the election like they did legally in 2020. And when you have this confusion, and if they wait until August for there to be a a change uh, in what's going on in August, in August, at the convention, that they they really should be changing this thing now. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been waiting to hear from Bill Monahan. Bill Monahan says, RFK Jr. is here to siphon off dissident votes from Trump. I wanted to believe in him, but this is ridiculous. 200 days to upend the two-party system? Come on. I'm with you, Bill. He is such an absolute waste of time. He is a big blowhard. Look at the way he sits. He sits back. And he has contempt, especially for women. He's a Kennedy. He used to keep track of the people he bedded. (laughs) You think those traits go away? Come on! He looks at you like you're some kind of a trollop, some courtesan, some tart. Something to be plucked. He looks at you like you're just another notch on his headboard. Come on, for the love of God. He never saw October the 7th. No, there's no what the hell he's talking about. I want a president who says, no, 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 no. We're not going to promote war. No, sorry. We're not going to promote war. We need here. If we have plenty of time, if we have time, if we have more money, if we have if we've got all of our little infrastructure problems worked out, then we'll worry about Israel or Palestine or uh, Russia or or Kiev. We'll worry about the let the rest of the world do this. We have no time for this right now. Important stuff. We wish you well. We're busy here. Nobody's helping us. We've got a 15-year-old lunatic, some psychopathic bastard from Venezuela who's shooting up a Times Square store. We're being invaded by these people. I'll get to I'll get to I'll get to uh to Rafa later. Okay. I don't have time for this right now. No offense. I don't have time. Okay. This is just I I just don't understand what we're thinking about. What are we talking about? We have an, uh, uh, an interview with with, uh, with Vladimir Putin about what? About about uh, about Ukraine? It's none of our goddamn business. Go ahead. What are we talking about? 
Nobody, whatever. I don't care. China and Taiwan. Okay. The only thing you care about Taiwan is you need those chips. That's what's important. So understand something right now, my friends. If you pray, you better start praying now. And let me also tell you that we are this close from winning again because it actually looks good. It looks good. Do you hear me? Do you hear what I'm saying? I mean it. I mean it sincerely. Bill Monahan, let me tell you something, my friend. I want to thank you. Again, not for what you do, but for what you appear to be. Rafael Legondi, U.S. Marine Corps. Thank you, sir, for your effort. And I'm glad you're safe. I hope you're safe. But no more. We only use the Marines when somebody attacks us here. Okay? Good news. Everybody come home. We're going to put you around the border. We're going to put you in the border. We're going to let the eighty, the uh, uh, 1st Marine Division go after the Zeta cartels. Lori Cuck, what can I say about you? What can I say about you that fashion magazines and the Encyclopedia Britannica haven't already? Thank you so much for your for your incredible insight and your love and your, your perspicacity. I thank you for that. All right, dear friends. Have a wonderful, 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 wonderful night. Thank you for what you do. Tomorrow we'll be meeting in the morning, as usual, 8 a.m. I know we're going to be talking about the Super Bowl. Ooh. I couldn't care less. I just remember the Super Bowl. The only one I remember was one, it was a year in Tampa, where Whitney Houston was uh, singing, pre-recorded. And uh, quick story, I was a part, there was a, I think it was a second, was one after Tampa. I was working for a, a place called Channel 28, and there was a show, a thing called Offsize with Lionel. They let me go with a, with a camera crew, and they let me ask questions on the field. I, I don't know. Anything. Very quickly, we're sitting around. Lawrence Taylor was there. It was, I, I think it was the Giants against Buffalo, I think. What am I know? Uh, but Lawrence Taylor was there. Anyway, so we're like this, and, going, and we have the people, you know, with the, with, with the microphones, and they're going around the circles. And when it came to me, when it came to me to ask my question, I asked, what was the professor's real name on the show in Gillingham's Island? His real name. And the skipper, too. By the way, not, not Alan Hale, Russell Johnson. That's the actor's name. But what were their given names, actually? And they were mentioned on the first episode. Stopped. Everybody called. People were saying, what? And people were coming in and talking about it. They never said, oh, yes, they did first. It was one of the best moments ever. I personally set back sports commentary about 25 years then, which is what I like. All right, dear friends, we love you. Have a great and a glorious day. See you tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. And until then, remember these words, as I always say, as I always leave you with the monkeys dead. The show's over. Sue you. Dad, dad.